Hello, and welcome to our first podcast episode from the Charleston Area Urban League. I'm your host, Caitlin Brown, and I would like to welcome a very special guest, Dr. Jerez Mitchell from the Parent Leader Network. In celebration of Mental Health Awareness Month today, we are going to talk about mental health. We have an upcoming event on Saturday, May 21st, which is going to be our Mental Health Summit. So without further ado, I am going to welcome Ms. Jerez Mitchell. Please introduce yourself. Hi, (laughs) Uh, my name is Dr. Jerez Mitchell, and I am the program coordinator slash organizer for the Parent Leader Network here at the Charleston Area Urban League. Yes, yes. Well, first off, thank you for coming. We're so happy to have you. So just to start off, you know, tell us about what inspired you to work in public service. You know, this was not where I thought I would end up. (laughs) Um, My background is um, in counseling psychology. So I was always in the mindset of doing therapy or assessment work um, and utilizing my skills that way. Um, but then this opportunity presented itself, and mm-hmm. I've worked in the College Counseling Center, I've done couples therapy, I've worked at the VA, and so I felt like I've touched a lot of the areas in the therapeutic realm, and I was like, I wonder what it would look like to be on the programmatic side, mm-hmm. I wonder what it would look like to be an organizer, right. and I knew nothing about this. So I came (laughs) in very new, Mm -hmm. wet behind the ears per se, Um, but I was excited to learn and I was excited to see what this lane of work would look like and what it would feel like. Um, And so I jumped in. Um, Otha Meadows gave me the the opportunity to, to do this work and so I jumped in both feet and here we are with a whole mental health summit (laughs) that will be next week. Yes, (laughs) yes. That's really exciting. Yeah. It's always funny where, you know, curiosity can get you. It's established a whole career for you. Uh, It really (laughs) has. Yeah. Yeah. So you talked about the summit. Tell us a little more about what we can expect and, you know, what the impact is that you hope to have. Yes. So this summit is the, the baby, the manifestation of my parents and community members and leaders. So this really has nothing to do with me as Mm -hmm. Dr. Jerez. This has everything to do with the parents who recognize that mental health was a major concern here in the Low Country. Um, How this all came about was that um, we have been working since 2021, like during COVID, during the height of everything, when parents were just... having a little bit of unrest in regards to how are we going to do school? How are my children going to maintain their their academic standing and and all of these things? And so I talked to parents, over 100 plus parents I talked with and listened. So it was really more so about me listening to parental concerns and just hearing what was happening and I started to figure out there are themes Mm -hmm. there are issues that are coming up that are that are not just silo they're happening in a lot of in a variety of schools here in the area Mm -hmm. and so gathered up all the themes parents voted on what they wanted and what they thought was a priority and wellness came out as a top priority 
but not only wellness, we cold it down even more. And so parents, we, we, we broke up into groups and parents advocated for like wellness topics of like bullying, um, mental health concerns, um, issues with like food and nutrition and things like that. And so they advocated, they presented their evidence to each other, and then we voted again. And it came out that mental health concerns were the top things that parents really were struggling with and what they really felt needed to be addressed in the school system. And so we took that, and then we started to create, like, okay, well, what about mental health? What are the main issues in regards to mental health as a whole? And parents recognized that they didn't know what they didn't know. There were things happening in the schools, procedures and policies that they just weren't aware of. There are resources that they had no idea about. And so this idea of we don't know what we don't know was coming up time and time again. Mm -hmm. And so we, again, took a vote, discussed and recognized that we need to have something where we can figure out what's supposed to be happening in the schools, what resources are available, and then starting to build out that community. Because let's be honest, community is something that we have to have. Yeah, we can't We can't raise children in a silo. Right, right. And so we have to build that community, and we have to know who's working with us. Exactly. And that's what the mental health, the Low Country Mental Health Summit is all about, building connections, having the opportunity to ask questions, and then walking away with more information than what you came in with. Right, right. And I think the beautiful thing about what you're doing is it's it's really centered towards the community. I mean, I hear you talk about, you know, getting votes in, receiving their input, and it's like if they're going to be the individuals benefiting from it, it should be based on their needs, you know. So I, I really admire that. So is mental health a topic that is discussed regularly in schools? How is it addressed, or is it even addressed at all? Yes, so the schools do address mental health, um, and they have a a myriad of of resources and folks who are supporting the mental health concerns of students. However, I think where a lot of the issue comes up is that parents just aren't aware of what the school actually provides. Um, And disseminating information can be difficult. If you are a, you know, if if you're a single parent and you're working multiple jobs, because let's be honest, that's a reality for a lot of folks, you might not be aware of all of the things that the school is offering because your main concern is making sure that your kid gets home safely, they get something to eat, do their homework, and then they need to get back, get in bed and get back to school the next day. And so we get caught up in, you know, life cycles, right? And so these resources are things that might be coming up for the student or your child. Might You might not be able to address it immediately. You might not know who needs to be addressing it in the school. And so, again, that's why we're having this summit. So you can start to recognize, like, oh, Miss Miss Johnson is the school counselor for my child's school. Let me start to talk to her and let her know about some of the things I've been seeing at home. Because if your child is experiencing some sort of mental health concern, it's going to take everybody. Yeah, It's going to take the school. The it's going to take yeah. the parents. It's going to take the teachers, the administrators. Everyone is going to have to have a, a piece in it to make sure that that student is getting the holistic care that they need. Because again, this is not like a quick fix sort of thing. Exactly, yeah. Mental health, you can't, you can't fix mental health quickly. Exactly. It yeah. takes time, it mm-hmm. takes patience, and it takes everyone being on the same page and working 
working towards a goal. Yeah, and this is honestly the perfect time to do it. I think black and brown people in particular, it's 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 always been a concern, but we need to raise awareness of it, especially with the peak that took place in COVID. It's, it's now or never, honestly. Yeah, yeah it, it really is because... Um, if not, it's it's going to be a detriment mm-hmm. to the black and brown community. Yeah. And unfortunately, it already has, has impacted yeah. us. Yeah. Tremendously, so, yeah. yeah. And so we, we have to do something. It, we can no longer sit back and say like, oh, it'll, they'll, it'll figure itself out yeah. or, you know, God will handle it. Yes, <laughs> God will handle he it. He gives Let's us these honest. resources as and, well. Yeah. Right. God yeah. made this therapist over here exactly. who is well-educated to be able to help you with the concern that you have. Yeah, and I like that you're starting while they're young, you know? A Mm -hmm. lot of these things we're not taught, but if we're taught when we're young how to cope with things, um, we'll be more equipped to handle stress healthily in the future, so it's really good. So what do you think are the best practices to prioritize mental health in the school and workplace? I think it takes what we've been doing, the parents. It takes the parents... To say like, hey, this is our issue because the parents have the power. Mm -hmm. And sometimes parents don't recognize that they have the power to change things. Um, I I tell this story all the time because uh, at my school, when I was growing up, one one of the things that they did was they had like these behavioral scales, right? But they were colored. So it was like green was good, um, yellow means you're getting in trouble, red was like you're really in trouble, but black was like you're about to get expelled, all the things yeah. are about to happen. Profiling. <laughs> right. And so my my dad um, was like Black should not represent the worst mm, thing ever. The not symbolism with my child there. Yeah, yeah. In this school. And you oh, changed wow. the whole system. Oh, I like that. So blue became the worst thing that you could do, okay, right? Yeah. And it's simple things like that. Yeah. We even have parents now, um, and I'm going to call her name, and she probably going to be mad that I called her name out, but we have Miss Yvonne. Mm-hmm. She recognized and saw that there was a lack of bus drivers in the area. The oh. buses weren't running like they should because they didn't have anyone to drive them. Mm. So Miss Yvonne was like, I'm going to become a bus driver. Now, Missy Fine has been retired, doing her own thing, mm-hmm. but she went back in right. and now is making a difference and making sure that students are getting to school to on fill time. that void. So yeah. there, there is power in your voice. There's power in your action. And so it's, it's one of the, the tenets that we try to really push that parents are the ones that can make the changes. So mental health can be a priority in the school if the parents are willing to come together and push for it. I agree. I agree. So what does prioritizing your own mental health look like? What advice would you give to someone who's really just now starting this journey? Oh my gosh. One of the things I would say, and this is probably the hardest thing for people to do is just sit and be with yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many people just sit by themselves without the distraction of the phone or the computer or or the TV. Find a spot, sit with yourself and really try to think about like what makes you happy. Right. And are you doing the things that bring you joy? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because again, happiness is fleeting, but joy is something that is that stays with you for a little bit. Yeah. What brings you joy and how often are you engaging in these things that bring you joy? Right. And then if you're not engaging in those things, then that's when you have to start to think about like, okay, how can I create space 
to do the things that really make me feel better. Right, right. And then if you start to find yourself saying like, okay, I don't have time to do that or I don't have the resources to do that. And then you have to start thinking about like, okay, well, what is it that's taking up all of your time, mm. taking up so much space Why for you? Why is there that imbalance? Yeah. Right. So those, those are some of the things that I try to be very intentional about mm-hmm. as I think about like my own time. Right. Because listen, everyone can be busy. Right. We're all busy, right? But are we busy doing good things for ourselves? <laughs> or are right. we busy just doing things? Right, right. And I think that's especially important for the parents. Um, because I, I know like for myself, my parents are both like workaholics. Mm-hmm. And like now that I'm getting older, I'm like working, working, working. And I had to teach myself like, okay, it's okay to take a break. And if younger children see their parents prioritize their mental health, they will in turn, you know, begin to prioritize their own and understand the importance of taking a break. Yeah, I mean, life isn't all about working. And then I think, and this goes into like that whole philosophical question of, well, what are you working for? What are you wanting to obtain? Mm -hmm. What is that that end point that you're trying to get to? And is this the only way to do that can you get pieces of that now now yeah yeah so if you could go back in time what would you say to your younger self oh gosh this question (laughs) (laughs) is always so interesting because I I think I would would tell myself to keep going Mm -hmm. um I find that there are that life happens and life can derail you, and that's that's okay. But you got to get back up, right. and you've got to keep going. Right. Um, I would also I would also tell my older self to to take the advice from those that that are speaking to you um, in a way that helps uplift you, because I think people say things all the time, right? Oh, you should do this, you should do that, and whatever, whatever. But the folks are, that will ask you, like, well, what is it that you want to do? Where are you trying to go? Who ask me questions instead of just telling me or giving their advice blindly? Those are the sort of people they think have a, my interest at heart. And so I would talk more with them. The other thing I would say, <laughs> talk more to the, the elders, Yes, they're very wise. <laughs> now, now they'll come with a whole bunch of stuff, and that's fine. But talk with them. Yeah. Take time. Yeah. Take time to spend. Take spend some time with them. Yeah. Um, because they have they have life experiences that can really help you along your way. Yeah. And they give and they will, will motivate the bejesus <laughs> out of you. Seriously. Right? Seriously. Um, the good ones will really pour into you. Right. And so spend more time with them. Yeah. You know what they say, there's nothing new under the sun. That's so right. that's right. <laughs> and and they have I think they they also have a way of looking at things that you can take and say, Okay, I'm going to take this and apply it to mm. what it looks like today. As you push forward, yeah. As yeah, yeah. as you push forward. I like that. I like that. Well, do you have any final thoughts? This was amazing. Yes. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Again, I just want to invite everyone 
to the Low Country Mental Health Summit. Um, it is open to the public. There will be there's free registration, so you do have to register online because we need to know what you what your um, dietary restrictions are in regards to lunch. Because we are providing free lunch, we are providing free childcare, and we are going to have sessions that are based on social and emotional learning, restorative practices. There will be sessions for the the students that are sixth grade and up. There will be adult-only sessions as well. So we're providing a lot of information and resources that will be beneficial into helping you get a better understanding of what mental health looks like in the school system. We also are being very intentional about bringing in resources and community agencies that are thoughtful about doing culturally um, appropriate interventions and resources so that we recognize that dealing with and, and supporting black students, brown students, mm-hmm. um, looks different than other students. And so we want to make sure that anything that we provide um, really keeps that in mind because it makes a difference and it allows for better rapport to be built with those who are providing the services and better rapport for the students and families overall. So everyone come out, again, register online, and we're so excited to see you. This will be happening at Mount Moriah Missionary Baptist Church. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I can't tell you the address off the top of my head, but... Google it. Mount Moriah Missionary <laughs> Baptist Church is off of Rivers in North Charleston. And if you can't make it there, like let's say you're like, I really want to attend, but I don't have transportation or I've got other things going on. This will be a, we will also have a virtual platform. So anyone who can't make it in person can join us online and we'll be able to do the same sessions online um, during the latter half of the day. But check out our website. We have the agenda up. We have additional information about the Parent Leader Network. If that's something that you want to join, please, we are more than welcome Um, We are more than happy to have you and we'll welcome you with open arms to join the Parent Leader Network. Um, This this network is phenomenal and there are resources and workshops and and other activities that you can do to join um, to be not only an advocate for yourself, but to utilize your voice in a way that will make community changes and systemic changes that is led by community members. One of our tenants is making sure that whatever is happening in these schools is community-led because every right. community is different, Correct. particularly here in the low country. And so we want to make sure that community members are are utilizing their authority and their power to make these changes. So May 21st. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Jerez, for this wonderful segment. We are so grateful for the work that you're doing to pour back into the community. And the Charleston area needs more movers and shakers like yourself. So we thank you all for tuning into our first episode. If you are interested in registering for the summit, please visit www.ctul.org. This episode was sponsored by Absolute Total Care and the Charleston County School District. This also could not have been possible without the support of our wonderful donors, members, and supporters. From all of us at the Charleston Area Urban League, stay safe and stay well.